0: Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this?
1: Come on, then I'll bite your legs off! I can take great power. Come straight to this world. We have a hole. And welcome back to the 30th episode of the Monster Movie Stomp Down. Of course, you got Sludge here. Sitting across from me as my co-host, Mark. And Mark. Got our brother from Texas, Ruben. How's it going, everybody? And uh, we've got a very special guest this episode, all the way from Ohio and the podcast Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, Mr. Pete Quint. Pete?
2: Howdy-do. How is everybody tonight?
1: I hope everybody's really, really, at least I'm good. Like, it's actually been an extremely good day today like work has been hectic, but today flew by easy calls. I'm not going to say I spent most of my day watching Sir Spooks videos on YouTube and a, <laughs> uh, and a Friday the 13th fan film with the Pete told me about today. Or, or actually, did you finish that Pete? I did. Uh, a, I
2: did. That was, that was super good. Wasn't it? Wasn't oh, that cool? Man,
1: so <laughs> good. So Pete messaged we, we, me. We can talk about that. Yeah. About, uh, it's, a uh, Fan, fan film for Friday the
2: 13th. It's a fan film. Yep.
1: Very mm-hmm. good. Uh, called Never Hike Alone, right? When that was called? Yeah.
2: Ne- Never Hike Alone from 2017. I think it was made for about $18,000 and it was
1: awesome. Oh, so good. <laughs> I was Wasn't floored. It? Oh, yeah. I loved it. See, I've like in the earlier 2000s, especially when like YouTube first kind of started to hit the scene, I would check out fan like trailers and movies all the time. One of my favorites was they did a a trailer years ago called Grayson. I don't know if any of you guys saw Grayson or not, but it was a fan-made trailer. They didn't make a movie. They just did kind of put a trailer, but they put a pretty good budget to it for an actual Dick Grayson Robin movie, and it was based around the death of Batman, and it's got Joker in it and Penguin, and it was awesome. I saw that. I was floored. So I was like, I'm going to start checking all these fan films. I look for Predator ones and, you know, any superheroes. There are some... I mean, hats off. They try, but man, there are some bad <laughs> fan films out there. Um, so I kind of got away from it. So when Pete messaged me today, he's like, dude, have you heard about this fan film? I was like, no, I kind of, you know, I was like, I don't, I don't know. It's a fan yeah. film, you know? No, it was. I it just was. heard
2: about it today from another podcast and they were singing its praises. And I'm like, ah, we'll, we'll check it out. And even the first 10 minutes, I'm, I'm hooked. It's, it's a Friday, the 13th fan film. It's, it's marvelous.
1: Oh, yes. So good. Every bit of it. I mean, every minute of it. It was absolutely awesome. Like, I really recommend people going to watch and what it. what was it called? Never Hike Alone. Never Hike Alone. So, like, I I mean, it was so good. I'm, really, I'm contemplating messaging that studio, uh, um, Web Stomp. Or I can't remember what the name was. The, the guys. That, that uh, do
2: Womp Stomp, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I don't have it up right now.
1: Because, man, I'd love to put that on the Plex. Like, it's really good. It is. Uh, it's it's far superior to most movies that are on a lot of movies that are on the Plex. I'll go ahead and state that much. Um, but yeah, super <laughs> super good. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's 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 better than a movie we're fixing to review for this show. I will, will say that. So um, <laughs> hey, <yeah>. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh so,
3: man. No, this one, this one's That's just a...
1: as, this is a fun, just as fun. Just totally different style of movie. So tonight's episode, we <laughs> yeah. are talking about uh, the Ship of Monsters, a 1960 Mexican sci-fi horror western. Musical, everything under the sun (laughs) (laughs) film. That
2: that is an accurate description of this crazy pants film. (laughs) Oh, it's
1: so good. So for those who don't know why we're doing this film, if you remember a couple episodes back on, I think it was the Leviathan episode, I had challenged Pete Quint to find a monster movie I had not seen before. And Pete being the movie genius, he also is. First response was this movie. And I was like, no, I've never even heard of this film. (laughs) um and this has been an experience and a half um i've now watched the movie technically I'd say honestly twice and uh it was as much fun the second time as it was the first time i, I oh, severely yeah. enjoy this movie um and uh, we will definitely dive deep into it here but first what i would like to do is to get to our guest pete uh to give a little spill hey. and promo for his show good beer bad movie night and tell our listeners about it because i've promoted it a couple times i love listening to the episodes but let's hear from the man himself
2: well thanks thanks for having me on sludge so, uh we started good beer bad movie night about three years ago it, actually it, it stemmed from uh getting a bunch of friends together in the basement and uh me picking out some god awful film and we all just riff on it all night long and after a while, it got to be so popular that it, there were too many people in the basement and we couldn't actually enjoy the film. So we stopped having people over and started a podcast. So uh, we have uh, wow. four, four I have three co-hosts, uh, myself and three other folks that do it. Um, and we review a, a wide variety of movies. They're not all horror. They're not all comedy. They're not all sci-fi. They're just kind of Whatever we catch in the wind, whatever feels right that month. Um, we do have several uh we we have several months where we have themes. Uh for instance, in May for Cinco de Mayo, we do every year a luchador film or a Mexican monster film, which is where I found Chip of Monsters. And so we did this movie several years back. Uh, throughout the podcast, we drink beer. (laughs) i'm a home brewer so beer is a passion of mine i i enjoy making it i enjoy drinking it i enjoy talking about it so uh, in the episodes we talk about beer we talk about the movie and we talk about more beer Uh, and we talk about styles and how it tastes and hopefully we convey some sort of a uh, a a message on how good or bad these (laughs) these brews are and in general they're they're pretty good so uh we have a good time doing it too and of course with the alcohol the lips become a little loose and it can get a little blue so uh those of you who want to check out a new podcast uh, yeah it's there there might be some strong language here and there but it's never mean uh we we don't we 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 certainly don't side on the the mean side of swearing Uh, oh definitely not at all yeah yeah, it can get it can get a little blue
1: (laughs) It's good one thing that impressed me about it because now I don't. Um, this November will be enough for just for me personally four years, I think, without I've had four years since I've had a beer or an alcoholic beverage. Now that was wow. just a, a choice for me personally because I sure was, uh, you know, a, a big beer drinker. Um, a mark, you still know, you're a Miller Lite guy. Um, <clears throat> but I was big into whiskeys uh, and bourbons, uh, that was my thing. Um, but just for my life and what doors that stuff opened. I just personally, it was better for me to not do that. Um, and I decided not to, and it's been four years, you know, without any alcoholic beverages since November. Um, but I love Pete's show and what impresses me the most about it is it's like, I almost feel like the first time ever I've never, you know, been around people and I've been around a lot of people that, that drink beer, um, have met anybody that's almost like a wine connoisseur for beer and that's what's really impressed me about the show when because you, you guys will go talk about different flavors cuz you guys get beer from sent to you from like all over the place, right?
2: All over the place. We we've had beer as far away from Australia. We had a I had a friend in Australia that came back to the United States and smuggled some beer into the US and sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and we we had it's actually called Kaiju beer, believe it or not. There's a Kaiju brewery yeah. in in Australia and he sent us uh three beers three different beers and we reviewed them on a show i don't i forget which episode it was but yeah it was that was really cool i mean literally halfway around the world from the united states we got beer
1: (laughs) it was really neat that that is crazy it's awesome but you guys when when you talk about it though it's extremely interesting because it's like you guys will talk about the flavors and the way that i mean even like the head builds on it i mean just real deep and i'm like man you guys know what you're talking about. I've never, you know, so it's very enjoyable, not just the movie aspect, but also from that, when you guys talk about the different beverages, um, how in depth you guys go. And I'm like, man, i I'd never realized, you know, I'm like, I'm just like, crack, I, I, crack my, my biggest
2: can. goal <laughs> is to not be too pretentious. Um, I, I want, and I don't, I also don't want to dumb anything down. I want to say what I feel and I want to uh, convey what I'm tasting, but I also don't want to be a snob about it, nor do I want yeah. to, uh, you know, make it so simple that, you know, I I don't know I don't know what I'm saying there, but <laughs> it's it, it's it's more like the everyman's craft brew review. Uh, yes, because that's a good way to describe it. There, there. Are, I've heard so many podcasts and I've read so many books about beer, and it can get real pretentious really quick. It and sounds just that, like this. That song. turns it a lot of people like off. Show.
4: That's what it sounds like.
2: Right. It, it turns so, a lot of people yeah. off on trying new things. And we're like, hey, man, you like what you like. Uh, th- there there yeah. are many styles that I don't like. There are many styles that, hey, man, if you like your thing, do it. Drink it. Enjoy it. Uh, our biggest beef is if you don't ever try anything new, that's really that, that that's really where we're like, eh, why don't you try something new every once in a while? And if you don't, whatever, man, like what you like enjoy what you yeah. enjoy and have a good time doing it.
1: Right. And it, man, it's a phenomenal show. I, I love, love, love listening to you guys. I mean, I crack up a every episode. So, uh, definitely, definitely enjoy it. So thank you for, coming on and doing this episode and accepting my challenge and definitely stopping me <laughs> uh, was very surprising. Uh, because I, was, I think
2: I've tossed uh, about a half a dozen at you that you haven't heard of or seen you, of.
1: You have. So there's been Recently, a few. We, yeah. We've uh-huh. had a lot of discussions too, because we've been trying to decide what do we consider monster films? Because um, you even asked oh, me. that's
2: true, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, you know, do you consider ghost films, monster films where I'm me particularly, I consider those more supernatural and not monster. Um, but there's been some that's great fun. films that, yeah, Pete, you've thrown my way. And I'm like, man, I need to, I want to watch this and get these going. I mean, yeah, that uh, Biozombies one. Uh, what was that? Uh, <laughs> the Japanese Evil Dead muscle bodybuilder from hell or something like that. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I
2: just, I just found that one. I can't wait to watch it.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That's <laughs> a, muscle.
2: Yeah. E, Japanese Evil Dead. I think it was Bill as. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like they shot it on like it was made in like 2009, and it looks like they shot it on a, a old VHS camera, like camcorder. That it, looks like an
2: old trauma film. <laughs> oh man, it's
1: going to be great. So, um, which which is dude, it's just absolutely awesome. Now I do know <laughs> you uh, say
2: great. I think you mean. Ugh. <laughs> no,
1: no, man. Like when, I, when those movies, I, when I say great, oh, I mean great. Like I love it. Like I, I, I you up me i grew up with a lot of trauma films that i definitely should not have watched oh, <laughs> at the ages i did oh no but i Mark, was, don't listen i was quite a young tyke when i first watched toxic avenger and uh no! yeah and uh, <laughs> i loved it man like i was i don't even remember how it came about i think i remember seeing this the cartoon first actually the car the toxic <gasps> no Crusaders. really uh, maybe
2: why was that a cartoon?
1: Um the, the yeah, cartoon was yeah. definitely not like the movies like Mm-mm. it was way more Saturday no. cr- Saturday afternoon you know kids type deal
2: um it was I it I was a vehicle was... to sell toys like everything was in the 90s
1: oh yeah absolutely late um, 80s early 90s that that it was just you know cashing on the money so I can't remember if I watched it first yeah and then was like well where's this from I need to find it and I found the movie, and. I, I know the video store I rented it from and you know it's pa- her The lady who owned it's name was Pam and it's Pam's fault because she should have never let me rent that movie but Pam loved me. Like it's One of the the things I would do as a kid especially in my preteen years was in teenager years was I would repair VHS tapes for her. She would get cassettes so worn down. I remember one day I, I was actually one that I, I rented a lot and that was Rutger Howard split second. I would rent that thing like I would go back in to return it and be like, well, here's more money. I'm just gonna take it back home. And it got to the point where I I wore the tape out and broke it off of one of the the tape reels. And I was like, oh no, you know, I freaked out. And so I learned how to fix that and do some minor repairs to actual VHS cassette tapes. So she got to cool. where she would give me ones that wore out and I or you know were just too worn down down or needed to actually clean, things like that. And I would spend, I mean, it would take days to do it. But I would repair to the best of my ability VHS tapes for her, so she didn't have to go buy new ones. She keep get a little bit more life out of the tapes, and so she absolutely loved me. So if I came in there and rented a movie, uh, I rented whatever I wanted. Like she never was just like, no, you shouldn't rent that. Your parents would be mad. She's like, like, oh, I want to watch Toxic Avenger. Okay, here you go. You rent. can rent anything, just don't
0: go behind the red curtain. That one. Yes, that's right. Things. Yes, she wouldn't right. go behind yeah, the that's red right. curtain. <laughs> yes, I was, was about to mention that. Oh, yeah. could oh, not yeah. go back
1: Yeah, there.
2: As long as they didn't let. Did she be have a red cur- curtain for real?
1: It was a door. Yeah, it was a red yeah. door.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, oh. it was. It was a
4: curtain, and, and, <laughs> and my and and my part. There, the ones that I used to was
1: a. It's a black curtain. The black curtain. <laughs> yeah, curtain. nice. Yeah, nice. Well, I remember there was. Yeah. There's a chain of video stores in Indiana um, called Family Video uh, up in the Midwest, and they didn't have like a black curtain or any of that stuff. Um, it was a whole nother. Like you had to walk down a hallway to a completely separate room. Like, if you didn't know where it was, you couldn't see it from the rest of the rest because it was family video, you know? So it's like, they're not supposed to have this here. Uh, They did. It was was like hidden in the back room. You had to go completely different place around this building to find it. So, but yeah, so I got (laughs) to watch movies that, uh, well, I mean, I remember as a kid, I rented Split Second. I rented Rawhead Rex. I rented, you know, the Toxic Avenger films. All my horror movies I fell in love with. Like, you know, I read it from Pam and she just never cared. She's just, and of course, most of those movies, she never watched. She didn't watch horror movies. Pam didn't, uh, she was know, like, that that,
4: kind of, that kind of explains a lot.
1: <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. There's uh, a lot
4: of, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of questions that have just been answered.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So it was all Pam. We just can't tell my mother about that. Yes. My mom would be furious. <laughs> She's always like, I can't believe you watched these at this age. Mark. Jeff. Yeah, yell Mark. Yeah, and, and, I got the blame for yeah. that. Thanks, Pam. I appreciate it. It's <laughs> yeah, all, all her fault. So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, so yeah, it was, when it comes to a lot of those lower budget or crappy movies, man, if I say great, I mean great because I just enjoyed them. But uh, but what we got here definitely is a great film. Again, uh, 1960, uh, The Ship of Monsters, this came out. Uh, this was directed by Rogelio Gonzalez. Uh, it was produced by Jesus Sotomayor. Um, Actually, I think it was his company, the Sotomayor Productions, is wh- who released this. Um, and that's about the extent of what I could find out about this movie because I knew nothing about it. Pete definitely threw me for a <laughs> loop on this one. Um, I had no clue about this film except for now there's two, and we're going to get into a pretty cool little synopsis in this, but there is two actresses in this movie, and if I'm mistaken, I think one of you guys told me, maybe Pete or Ruben, that she was like a Miss of Mexico or something like that?
2: They both, were both Miss, both miss Mexico.
1: Yes. Oh, both of them. Okay. Both of them. That's impressive. In their respective years, yeah. Which is, which is pretty cool. So well, let's jump into it, man. So the way that we're going to jump into it is going to be a little bit different than normal. On Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, they do, Pete does a six-minute synopsis rundown of the movie. And that's what he's going to do tonight. So this is going to be really, really fun. I'm excited about this. And he's got six minutes and technically a 20-second leeway. Uh, if yeah, he goes sure. <laughs> over, he's got to sing a song. There you go. Right? <sighs> how it works.
2: Oh, my goodness.
1: Okay. Pete, the
2: floor <laughs> is yours. So, the, you, so there, are, there, are, there are six beers and a six-pack. That's why we do these six-minute synopsis. So uh, I think, Mark, do you have the, a timer ready? I,
0: I am waiting for you to take off.
2: Oh, my goodness. I'm so nervous. Okay. <clears throat> oh, Due wait. to atomic fallout. Ah, look. Now Now look here, Mark. <laughs> I, I was trying to be fair. You said Mark. whenever I was ready. <laughs> yeah. Mark hits Do I Spartan. have to give
0: he you a 3 2 soon. One? I thought he was ready. I thought <laughs> we were going. I thought we were going. Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> Mark jumped the gun on you. You about <laughs> lost three seconds there.
2: I heard I'm ready.
1: Okay. Are you ready? <laughs>
2: Uh, yes,
0: I'm ready. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm hitting start. Go now.
2: Go now. Is that, have you started the timer yet? Yes. That's not fair, Mark. <laughs> 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 okay, I, I'll count it. I'll count
4: okay. it down. Mark, Mark, Mark it give me a countdown.
2: Three, two, one. Three. Yeah. Two. One. Start. Due to atomic fallout, the last man on Venus has died, and the remaining Venusian women need to repopulate their planet. Swimsuit models Gamma and Beta, along with their robot companion Tor, are sent to search the galaxy for the most attractive males to bring back to Venus for some civilization-saving hanky-panky. The mission goes well, and we say they have kidnapped and frozen four males in carbonite. Ook the Cyclops, Carassus, who looks like Grizzler from She-Ra, Zoke, the human skeleton snake thing, and Tagual, who's just kind of a big exposed brain. On their way back to Venus, they experience ship trouble and have to make an emergency landing for repairs on a planet called Earth. We are now introduced to the singing vaquero, Loriano, who's telling tall tales in a local cantina. And while no one believes him, they all seem to enjoy the show. On his way home, Loriano meets Gamma and Beta, who conceal their identities by telling him they're with a traveling circus that's a few days out. The Venusians ask if all men in these parts are like him, to which Loriano boasts, I am of the finest stock. Impressed with his braggarting, the women zap him, men in black style, so, so they can head back to the ship and contact Venus. The ladies report that Earth males are much like their own species, which prompts the Venusian command to tell them to bring back the most beautiful Earth man they can find, or in this case, Loriano. Gamma says that once repairs are complete, they will return at once with the Earth man. Loriano has finally returned home to the family farm and is finishing up chores while putting his little brother Chewy to bed. The women show up with Tor looking for directions to a hotel. Loriano says there is no lodging for miles and offers to have the women stay with him while they wait for the rest of the circus to arrive. While introducing himself, Loriano makes small talk and asks the women if they are single or married. This is a concept lost on the Venusian women, so Lauriano puts a coin in his jukebox and proceeds to sing a song explaining of love and marriage. The women are very interested in what happens when the desire between two people manifests, so Lauriano kindly demonstrates the idea by smooching them one at a time. Beta likes the smooching so much she zaps Loriano with her freeze gun and asks if Gamma can help can keep him uh, and asks <laughs> Gamma if she can keep him. Gamma explains that love is voluntary on Earth, but Beta insists that Loriano will be hers, whether he likes it or not. In a huff, Beta goes back to the ship, and while she is gone, Gamma and Loriano express feelings for each other. After a loving embrace, she bids Loriano adieu and returns to her ship. Before following Gamma, uh, Tor pats the jukebox on the back, saying, Hey, baby, what lovely bullbells you have. I'm not sure if this refers to the machine's actual vacuum tubes or if it's some sort of a derby, dirty double meaning. <laughs> Gamma returns to the ship but finds no trace of Beta. Using her magic space camera, Gamma brings up a video in time to see Beta turn into a vampire and kill a villager. Shocked and distraught, Gamma sends Tor to capture Beta and contacts the Venusian console for advice. They say that drinking human blood is the galaxy's worst offense, and Beta is to be disin- disintegrated at dawn. Tor returns and Beta is informed of the consul's decision. Beta wants to get it over with and requests for the execution be done immediately. But as Gamma prepares the disintegration chamber, Beta grabs Tor's controller and tosses Gamma into a prison cell. Gamma reveals that she's not from Venus, but rather a vampire from Uranus and wants to take revenge on the earth for all the jokes it's made at at the expense of her home planet. That's not really what she said, but it's a joke I like these she then defrosts the other male prisoners and convinces them to help her take over the earth giving each monster a mission carassus and zook are to devour the women and children ook will co- kill all the animals on the planet while Tegual and beta plan to drain all the humans of their blood we now cut to Loriano and chewy returning to the farm after a horse ride only to find that ook has hilariously killed hilariously skeletonized the family cow Loriano is then attacked by all four monsters, but gets away and runs to the cantina for help. Unfortunately, everyone at the cantina thinks that he's telling stories and everyone has a good laugh at his expense. Even though Loriano knows that this might be the end of the world, he sticks around in the cantina for a few drinks. As Loriano stumbles out of the cantina, singing with a mariachi band in tow, Tor shows up and transports him back to the ship to meet Beta. She tells him that he is now her property but Loriano doesn't reciprocate her intentions and says that he only sees her as a sister-in-law. Beta threatens to destroy his village if he doesn't comply with her womanly needs. Loriano doesn't really want to uh, help, but realizes he needs to get Tor's controller back to free Gamma and stop Beta's mad plans. Reluctantly, Loriano agrees to help Beta. Beta brings Loriano to a cave where the alien monsters have set up shop for world domination. Much like when Austin Powers takes on the Fembots, Loriano uses his masculine wiles to literally sing Tor's controller off of Beta's con- shoulder and then proceeds to escape the cave. Loriano races back to the ship after freeing Gamma and Tor and the three of them decide to confront One Beta and her warning. monsters to put an end to their threat. The beta, as the battle ensues, we see that Chewie we see Chewie deflating to Gual by popping his eyeball out with a slingshot. Loriano ends Cassis by feeding his own venom to him, and Tor electrocutes Ook. At the climax of the battle, Gamma stakes Beta in the heart, ending her fiendish plan for world domination. Afterwards, Gamma cons- uh, contacts the consul of Venus to tell them that she's failed and is staying on Earth to spend her life with Loriano. She said that Venus. Needs to solve their own pl- problems and leave the earth in peace. Our final scene is of Tor piloting the ship back to Venus, accomplished, accompanied by his new companion, the jukebox. Oof. Nice. <laughs> so, so you, you had, had
1: 14, 14 seconds, seconds left, left in your leeway yeah. right there.
2: <laughs> oh, my <All> goodness. Right. <laughs> I, I had a little stumbling blocks here and there, but that's okay. <laughs> it
1: went good. Yes. It it in, good. This, <laughs> even in this movie, movie is, is if you couldn't tell by the synopsis is definitely a trip and a half um but crazy. i crazy oh it is it's it's uh, like well yeah i said it earlier i mean a mexican sci-fi horror western musical um it is absolutely <laughs> great um now of course now the most experienced of all of us is probably going to be reuben reuben you've experienced movies like these more um than any of us correct
4: yeah i've had uh some experience with these because back uh especially with the Luchadorre movies because uh, they were on back in the day when I was a kid, we only had, you know, the three main channels, no cable. We didn't have cable when I was a kid, not until I was, you know, like 12 years old or so. Uh, we had three channels and the UHF had a Spanish channel as long as PBS also. So these kind of movies would be on like on, you know, like on a Sunday afternoon uh, or Saturday afternoon type of deal. Um, so they would once in a while throw these movies on, and as a kid, if it was sci-fi or monsters or anything, uh, I'd stop and watch it. And a lot of those luchador movies, they they involve, you know, they they, there are all kinds of times. Their luchador movies were all, they're just all kinds of villains and that thing, and they were interesting to watch. But these type of movies were always on. Uh, um, Dracula, the Spanish Dracula was on once in a while. The Universal oh, that's so Monster good. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. good movie. That one was on once in a while. I always watched that one. That was fascinating for those who had never seen that. It's shot on the same set that the Universal Dracula was shot. They just, Universal shot during the day, you know, and then they went home and then the uh, the Spanish crew came in and shot at night. They shot that whole movie at night on the same set. And uh, the story's a little different, but not not that much. You know, it's Dracula. And so those kind of movies were always on. Those kind of movies were always on. So um, when this movie was mentioned, I told him, I said, you know, I probably saw it back in the day. I just, you know, when I was a kid, I watched all kinds of stuff. You know, um, it's right up that alley. I mean, that framework of this, the framework of this movie is very similar to some of the other ones that I've seen, especially with the Luchador movies. You know, where you have a a hero, you know, the Mil Mascaras and all those other guys. Mil
2: Mascaras. That's my man.
4: Yeah, he's the one I remember the most. Um, And, uh, of course, you know, sometimes they'd have the actual wrestling on TV, too, and and, and he'd wrestle. You know, I don't know if it's the same character, but he was wrestling, and that's all I knew. So, yeah, so, yeah, I I mean, I've, I've I've seen movies like that, you know. So, that's why this movie, you know, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I'm just going to go right into it. Um, I liked it. You know, um, I, I liked the setup. I, I I thought the story was pretty cool. I liked it a, a lot. I, I thought it was a pretty, I wouldn't call it original, but I would call it a decent story. I'm like, you know, it kept me interested. Um, this movie uh, is what I would call a C movie rather than a B movie because They really, you know, they just (laughs) threw this thing together. You know, they just threw this thing together. See for charming. That's what we're calling it. See for charming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but 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 I like it. You know, I I really liked uh, Beta in this one. I I thought it was cool. Uh, I thought she played a good character, and it really. I was really surprised when she ended up being a vampire type of deal. That really, um, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, it's you know, yeah. A matter of fact, the movie was going along, and I'm like, eh. You know, it's pretty good. You know, it's your typical... And then all of a sudden, she's a vampire. And then I kind of perked up and said, hey, this is cool. Even though I like Beta and I I don't know how I feel about her being a, a villain versus a um, a hero or heroine in this movie because I really liked her. And because uh, as soon as I saw with both women, I'm like, hey, this is going to be interesting. Um, and, and of course... The special effects aren't super special. One thing I uh, I will mention is that their mission was to go pick up the best looking men they can find, and the guys they had in <laughs> <frozen> that ship <laughs> were not attractive <laughs> not, at all. I don't know how well, they thought they were attractive. You can't but, say that. You're you know, not a Martian. You're
2: not a well. You're, look, you're I, a knight. I, well, you're not. Of a Venusian, you don't know what beauty is. Beauty, Ruben, well, is in the eye of the beholder, don't you know? Well,
4: well all and, I'm gonna
2: say just is, because just because someone's yeah. ugly to you doesn't mean it's not beautiful to another.
1: I don't know. Well, Those Martian beholders is, may be a little the, drunk because that was, <laughs> was yeah, drunk. that's right.
4: All, all I know is all I know is the Venetians were beautiful. Uh-huh. And okay, so if that's what they're saying is beauty right? I'm just going to go with what they looked like. Then what the heck was that guy that was just a skeleton? And not only that, how's that skeleton going to reproduce anything? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a, you there's know, a terrible I joke know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in there somewhere.
4: Yeah, you know, I, I just, I, I don't get it. I know there's a terrible joke in there, but I just don't <laughs> see it. <laughs> but I found that kind of, you know, so I found that kind of strange that they were, their mission was to find the, you know, the most attractive men of, of every race and I saw them like, well, they're, they're not, you know, they're not Venetians. They're that's for dang sure but, uh, and then all of a sudden conveniently uh, they land on Earth and their things are exactly like the population of Venus, <laughs> you know, so, you know, so I, I thought it was pretty good, I mean, I liked it, you know, uh, when we talk about the stomp ratings, I gave it, a, a look, you know, it's a sci-fi movie and it's got bad special effects, but th- I like that. I like all that stuff, man. I dig all that stuff. You know, I like to see. St- I like to see the wires, <laughs> you know, sticking. out. <laughs> right, right, line, right. You know, <laughs> you know. But I like a good movie that kind of that. stuff. Doesn't yeah. bother me. Yeah, that's <laughs> that kind of stuff doesn't bother me at all. I'm like, hey, that's cool. You know, and uh, the the highlight was the spacewalk, which actually was lifted from a Russian documentary right on, <laughs> right yeah, I, was, I
2: did read that that's really cool yeah and it was yeah, it, it was, was actually, way before there was outer space travel i mean what was this 1960 right yeah yeah. So yeah exactly that russian film had pretty realistic spacewalks going on at the very beginning of the film shockingly yeah. it was really yeah. neat
4: yeah so uh, you know and of course that's the hi- that, that's the highlight of the special effects is the the special effects they borrowed from that russian film but but i enjoyed it nonetheless and, and and the costume design was let's see how can i put this cheap but in but uh uh geez uh it was cheap but i enjoyed it i had fun they were fun <laughs> yeah. that's the word they were <laughs> very fun they were very fun even the even Mar- the monster yeah yeah, even with the exposed I mean that Martian with the exposed brain is your oh, typical 1960s so yeah, yeah, right there that's your oh, typical yeah. 1960s looked awesome. I thought right the there. looked great. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know that was your typical alien looking guy and he actually of all the of all the aliens that one was a more I don't know maybe uh disturbing costume of them all. Compared to the other ones, I mean, you, you got those other ones. I mean, they're all cool. I really didn't like the skeleton. So are you? The heck he the was, was yeah. Yeah. he's but, just a marionette. But, yeah. So, so are but you saying that the Martian cool.
0: was worth taking back to Venus because he looked good? <laughs> that's what, that's sounds right. like, that's what yeah. it sounded yeah. like to me. Yeah. I'm just. I
2: well, I it. think I think Beta liked him for his mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There was an intellectual yeah. attraction there. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah there to you me, Ook was and, the best. Yeah, I loved Ook. The Cyclops oh, was yeah. great. Yeah.
4: And, and, and you know, Ook was cool too. I mean, just that the Martian was the one that, that if I had to pick my favorite, the, the Martian, other than the, the Venus women, of course, um, <laughs> they were, the Martian. <laughs> they were mean, kind of Martians. They're masters, aliens they? too. They're, they, they are aliens too. You know they're categorized as aliens, so, uh, uh, you know, but the, other than them, I thought that 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 was and and I may mention it already, but I'm not a big musical fan, so the musical numbers didn't do it for me. But I understand he, this was a this movie was a kind of a vehicle for him for for him. You know, he was like he was kind of a, a star in Mexico. So just like the Luchadores, they Made movies and they said, "Okay, he's a star. What's his strong points? And this is how we're going to make the movie." And and that's what they did for him. You know, uh, he he was a that's, singer and an actor and all that. So it, it was it was a, I wouldn't call it a star vehicle, but it was a vehicle for that movie was a vehicle for him.
2: You that's know, that's so, spot uh, on. I think yeah. he wrote all wrote and he wrote and performed all of his own music. And yeah, exactly. help me help me with the terminology. Uh, Norteno is that a musical yes, comedian?
4: I, yes, exactly. In in
2: in Spanish, I I think that's I I dug that Popere. word up Poppe, somewhere. Popero,
4: yeah, 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 exactly. Pepero, it's, with a, it's with an O, so it's Pepero. It, it's, at least that's how I uh, envision it pronounced in my head. <laughs> uh, uh, right, I, I, right. And, here's, and, here's, and here's my disclaimer I speak. Spanish, but it's more. I call it Tex Mex. Is what I call it. Sure, it's sure. a mixture. Of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, so it's not true Spanish, like they they speak. It's Tex Mex. So a lot of these words, uh, I I learned more from watching my wife watching telenovelas. Which, by the mm-hmm. way, uh, uh, my wife is the one that pointed this out to me. Uh, Beta actually appeared in a lot of these telenovelas up to uh, up to her. Uh, Really uh, for retirement? Yeah, up until the nineties, nineteen. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. She, she, uh, she mentioned it to me. I had it. You know, I was doing my little research or whatever, and she said, uh, "Who is that?" And I, I told her the name. She goes, "I think she's come out in some telenovelas," and and her family is actually. I mean, she comes from a a royalty as far as actors and singers from Mexico. and they all did a lot of them did telenovelas and she was and she did telenovelas and she did one you know she and my wife I don't know which one it is she told me but I don't remember I'd have to look it up but uh she actually did telenovelas in the you know in the late 90s cuz my wife will watch some of
1: these that were done in the yeah, late
4: I'm, 90s i'm showing her actually
1: credited all the way up to 2015 um for telenovelas yeah, see, she's,
2: yeah, she's yeah
1: she's 124 done.
2: acting credits
1: that's impressive yeah
2: that's amazing.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, and she was and, uh, and, and I, Ruben, and she was in another
2: she was in another amazing amazing Luchador film. She was in Santo versus the Vampire Women. Oh That's my right. gosh, yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen that one, you got to see that one. That is so good. That uh, as far as Luchador films that I've seen, that that ranks very, that yeah. ranks at the high. When I high was point.
4: uh when I was uh reading up on her, that that one came up quite a bit. Apparently, it's it's uh it's uh it's it's well received in Mexico, as far as you know, it's it, it's it's another it's a favorite, it's a fan favorite of her, you know, a fan favorite mm-hmm. for her type of movies. Apparently, she did a lot of vampire movies. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, she she yeah, apparently, she she was uh she was referred to as a vamp in several of the articles that I read about her.
3: Really? So <laughs> Yeah.
4: And I was kind of like, really? I, I learned a little bit. You know, I learned a little bit because I didn't know, other than my childhood watching these films, you know, I, I never went back again because they don't show these things on TV anymore. You know, they just don't. These this kind of things don't show up anymore. Like you got was, you got to you know, dig
2: for these films, yeah.
4: Yeah, you got to dig for them now. This, they, you know, they're not going to fall into your lap. Back in, when I was a kid, they, they'd fall right into my lap. You know, I'm just beast sitting there on a boring Saturday afternoon, and I'd be flipping channels, literally flipping. No remote. Right, <laughs> to get, up, yeah. get up and turn the oh. channel, <laughs> you
2: know? one, two, three, one, two, three. So you, yeah. you had a waltz feel for your yeah. channel
4: flipping, <laughs> huh? I mean, yeah. Man, I, I remember when the VCRs first came out, and they had this little, uh, I don't know if y'all ever had experience with this, but the, the first remote I ever experienced was on a VCR, and it was wired. Oh. It was you on the like wire, a yep. 20, 25-foot cable <laughs> that ran from the, v, from the VCR over to where you could sit down and, and change the channel. But you had this long cord, you know, across the floor, and that's how you <laughs> controlled it, you know? You know? And, and, I need a you VCR know, like that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah to add yeah. to my collection. And I remember, uh, and y'all never- You never lost it. a remote. Used, yeah. No, that's you never for lost sure. a remote. We, we used to <laughs> rent. I used to rent a VCR. because I Right, right. Yes. Yeah, you, yeah, you didn't have, so I had to rent one. You went over to there was a local place called Les Felders, he, he, he sold Curtis Mathis, <laughs> and you'd rent the VCR so you could watch VHS movies. You know, a matter of fact, one of the first things I bought when I got a job and got my own money one of the actually, I take that back, I didn't buy it. I, that's my one of my first credits. I went, I went, I went and bought a Curtis Mathis VCR with you know, I had a job, I had a credit history. I so I could go get it once, you know. And back then, yeah, I was like, oh man, I was all so happy because I got one. It actually had a real remote; it was not wired by. By the time I could afford it.
1: Oh but, man, uh, I I but, still yeah. swear up and down today the VCR is the greatest video format there is. Yeah. Uh, we own there are yeah. five in my house right now, and then I've got another seven um, at my mother's downstairs. <laughs> yes, yes, that they're... I use for part for spare parts yeah. if I need to replace anything. For spare parts, wow. Oh, I love wow, love I- VHS. I-
4: I, I have two. I have my original one that I've had for years. And then I had one that I, uh, and I'm not embarrassed to say it. I was driving by a dump. Uh, somebody had dumped all their stuff out in the, you know, cleaned out their garage. And it was sitting right on top. VCRC, uh, DVD combo player. And it was just sitting there. I grabbed it. And, and uh, of course, RJ ended up snagging it for himself. But <laughs> I have that one out too. Yeah. Dude, no shame. Like, yeah. I'll help my yeah,
1: mom Hey. Yeah, my mom. I'll, I'll take her truck out and and uh, she dumps all her trash at a, a, a landfill type deal near her house. Yeah, and they've got those big uh, cargo containers, and one of them is for them to put uh, people to put electronic devices in because they can't put it in the you know the compactor. And before I yeah. leave, oh, you get guaranteed I'm going inside that electronic one and checking to see if there's any VCRs <laughs> or things like that. And if there is, oh, I'm taking it home. I was like, that's that's extra parts It <laughs> yeah. may even work. Who knows. You know, yeah, but uh, you know, back
4: back to the subject. Sorry, oh, yeah, yeah, went off on a tangent there, (laughs) but uh, yeah, this I really enjoy this film. This is one that I'm, you know, let's just put it this way I'm gonna go looking for the DVD if there is one because I'm gonna buy it because that's how much I like this film. Um, nice as far as go, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, if you want to compare it to other movies, well. You're gonna be disappointed, but if you just want to have fun, <laughs> this this is the movie. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna tell you. Well, go up and put it up against you know a modern sci-fi movie because it's just not gonna hold up because um, it's a different type of movie. And uh, I'll just say it: you either to all our listeners, you are either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. I don't think there's gonna be no. There's no in between. It's gonna be one or the other. Yeah, there's not gonna be an in between. Mark ah, Mark will verify man, that a, later. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Mark will. That, that's it. You know. Oh. You get both uh, but, but sides of the spectrum it, here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Hey, it, you know, and it's uh, like it was. We we're speaking. I don't know if this got recorded or not. We we're talking about to each their own. Um, Sludge hates the Titanic movie. That's He'll the, never, it's the worst movie ever hates made. Hates <laughs> it. But it's I the, know a lot of people that just think it's the greatest movie ever made. They'll they'll say it right. Oh, that's the best movie ever made. Yeah. Uh, you know. And those are and the people so that can't review that, films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. so This is Mark's Titanic, I guess. Yes. You know, Uh, and and I've mentioned before, too, (laughs) I don't, you know, Avatar is an all right movie. I don't think it's the best movie ever made. Like some people think Avatar just is the best. I don't even know how it even compare. you know, everybody compares it to uh, Endgame. And I'm like, you know what? Endgame just blows Avatar out of the water. There's just no way. Oh, yeah. You know, dollar wise, it's the only thing, but in game, it's just so much better than Avatar. The, co- the
1: collective nine hours of walking in the Lord of the Rings trilogy was more entertaining than the six endings for Avatar. Okay. Avatar. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Avatar was rough. Yeah. So, so. Well, what does that say that, for this movie here? Movie. If you were... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's between it's, it's yeah. me. It's, I'm in the room, man. Better than Avatar. <laughs> with their Titanic. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, right on. Well, Pete, that, what about it. you, man? Uh, you were the guest. Let's put you up next, man. your opinion. What did you like and not like about the movie?
2: What I, what, what, <laughs> what didn't I like? That's a hard question. What did I like? I liked a lot. Um, it was, it's very silly film. It's a, it's a very silly film. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There, it, but you have to take it into consideration for the time period and who made it. Uh, this was in 1960. it was, is a black and white film. It's made on a super low budget. It was made in Mexico now, not to disparage the, the Mexican community, but it's not Hollywood. Uh, and in 1960, they were making things on a shoestring budget and they did a fantastic job making these rubber suits. I love them all. Uh, the the cockroach, the furry cockroach thing was a little weird, but man, Ook and Tagual, man, those were good costumes. Great costumes. Uh, the, Love they, they really were. And they had their eyeballs moved and their lips kind of sort of maybe moved. That's a good point. And even, that's a very good point. Yeah.
4: That's even a good
2: when Tegual was killed by the slingshot, oh, that was super gross. Cause <laughs> He just kind of deflated and oozed and oh, it was gross. <laughs> and I loved every minute of it. Um, <laughs> he, he, even I thought uh, Zook, the, the skeleton marionette snake person thing. Um, he had a really cool voice and, and I thought they could have done a lot with him, except they couldn't do a lot with him because he was bones on strings so, <laughs> yeah. and yeah they they uh i think ook was carrying him around for a while uh in in some of the scenes when they finally got off the ship uh you saw him with with zook under his arm as he carried the marionette from hither and yon Strings <laughs> dragging then, yeah And then Zook just kind of disappears at the end. So I think he (laughs) uh, he he was he was nowhere in the final battle uh, because I'm pretty sure that they were like, how do we how do we animate this? I don't uh, forget it. You
4: don't just just he fell.
1: He fell apart uh, probably somewhere. Coyotes kind of or some, yeah, some yeah, coyotes like that. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> right. I imagine the budget was just so low that when we got to the cow scene, they're like, oh crap, uh, let's just use the phone <laughs> oh, yeah. so. Like, let's he'd be the cow. Yeah. The yeah. cow yeah.
2: scene there you is go gold. That is yeah. absolute that is cinematic gold, that stupid cow scene. When they walk into the barn and there it is, still standing, mind <laughs> <Yep>. you,
4: <laughs> fully upright. <laughs> Yeah,
2: fully <laughs> and upright, still standing. Cow
4: and full
0: and that fully belly lap yeah.
2: so hard. Oh my yeah. goodness!
0: Well, if um, you if you look real close when when they show the the cow, there is a metal rod running right down yep. the middle of <laughs> it. They don't hide right. it at all. <laughs> they don't sure, hide it. Sure,
2: <laughs> sure. My my suspension of reality has been thrown out the window at that point. <laughs> yeah, Mine um, yeah. was gone fully first... invested. On the absurdity of, the film. of this film, <laughs> uh, let uh, I thought the interior of the spaceship was really cool. That was very, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, cool lines, and and there were bleeps and blops and bloops here and there. Yeah. Uh, and you had your tr- yeah, you like was,
4: turning gears and everything, you had gears, it, yeah, and that's yeah, cool. There,
2: yeah, it looked spaceshipy, so that was really yeah. cool. Um, my favorite part was inside the cantina because those are my people. Um,
3: yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the songs didn't bother me. They they moved the story along a little bit, I suppose. Um, the the I, I the only one that really mattered was when Loriano sang about uh, love and how Earth people uh, consecrate love. I suppose.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, to the Vin- the Venusian women. And how they were very confused and like, oh, I, I'm, I'm curious how courtship goes on Venus now, like if if it doesn't go like <laughs> yeah. this,
1: if they're even uh, I'm, at this point. I, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm willing and eager to understand your wily ways of courtship, uh, Venetian ladies, uh, because gamma and beta, man oh man. Uh, moving <laughs> along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, there were a lot of exterior shots because outside is cheap <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. none of it was, none of it was, thankfully it was in black and white, so they didn't have this awful day for night thing going on. They could just tone the, the contrast Yeah. here and yeah, there exactly. and, and they, they don't have to worry about it looking like night or looking like day. Uh, it's a lot easier in black and white to do that, from from what little I understand about movie making. Uh, yes, and I don't know the, the the landscape. I I think those were actual outdoor shots. It didn't look like it was a a, a set. Um, not I think it was. I thought
4: it was. I yeah, they looked shot on, on really? location. Yeah, to me. I yeah, would, yeah, I would think so. Yeah.
2: So they had they had they had they had, they had four look uh, four look. Uh, not locations they, they had they had four sets and then several locations so they had the 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 barn the the home the spaceship the cave and the cantina
3: yep so they had, cantina, they they, they, yeah.
2: they had five sets that, that's that's pretty impressive and and then several outdoor shots which could be filmed anywhere so um I I, I give a, a lot of credit to the filmmakers for their creativity their innovation um, and fun it was just fun the, yeah what what is there to dislike the the suits looked fake the acting was poor the spaceship looked <laughs> garbage okay don't watch this kind of movie clearly you're not you're not the audience we're looking for <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Wow. So, Dude, I, I thought so, the scenes yeah, looked I, great, man. I mean, they, they I, definitely looked better than Exeter's head from the silent earth. That's for sure. Uh, I was impressed with
2: right, right, right. I, I crack open a Bud Light. I know what I'm getting, you know? Yeah. I, I watch yeah. this movie. I know what I'm getting. And if you invest the time to watch this movie and go, ugh that was so fake, man, <laughs> clearly yeah. you've yeah. cracked open a Bud Light expecting champagne.
4: Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It, it, that's, that's true uh, you know that's why I, I mentioned that this movie you know you should know what you're getting You like ship of monsters and all you got going to do is you look at a couple of screenshots and you should decide from there okay wait a minute do, do I really want to watch this or not I saw you know and it's funny some of the, the screenshots is that Martian just about and of course the uh, uh, gamma and, and, and beta so you see that and you're like I think i I think it's worth the shot you know but that's just me you know that's the kind of stuff I like so um you know you get what you know you should expect bad you know bad effects and bad costumes and 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 like you mentioned before the costumes are bad but they're you know they're they're so bad that they're good to me you know they're 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 very decent i've seen worse. You know, not not very much worse, but I've seen worse. Um, I've,
2: I, I've yeah, yeah. I've, the yeah. the the acting and the and the costumes. The, these people yeah. were were giving an effort, and they were all yeah. acting to their best ability, and I I appreciate that.
3: Yeah, uh, and, and,
2: and, and and and
4: to be fair, like uh, uh, for both Gamma and Beta, I, this was very early in their careers. You know, True. they had just one. Yeah, they were just getting started. You know, this was probably to them like, "Hey, it's work." Um, you know, so they were just getting started. I mean, look, uh, like uh, Sludge said, um, uh, Beta has it all the way to two thousand fifteen. She's got film credits, so yeah. that's how long she's been in the industry, and she's well respected. You know, they—they, they, mm-hmm. you know, she is well known and well respected. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. That's the bottom line, right?
1: Oh, exactly. So, well, let's. Let's find <laughs> out since we've gotten That's some good a phrases in this. Let's, let's, yeah. let's hear, let's hear, let's hear the antithesis
2: say. of our gushing. Well, Hey, Mark. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Yeah,
2: how you doing? Okay,
0: so for the last, uh, let's take it the last five, ten minutes, I've sat here and heard reasons why we should w- like this terrible movie. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And, and so, I, uh, yes, I didn't like it. it's a cheap movie uh very low budgeted and you can tell and uh yep uh, yes they had two beautiful women and then it went kind of downhill from that point (laughs) um you know and and and, and here's and here's my thing is is okay um we're sitting down and we're uh at a table and we're in a business meeting and we want to make a movie and all right give me some ideas well, I got a great idea. Let's have two uh, female aliens go and search the universe for for the ugliest looking <laughs> aliens, so we can repopulate right. the planet. And a guy at yeah. the end of the table says, "I'll pay for that." And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so wait a minute. Here we go. Yeah, that's not what he said, that.
4: Mark. Mark, I'm going to have to correct you, Mark. He didn't say that. He goes, "You'll pay by That's what he said. Okay. Oh, yeah, Spanish okay. for I'll pay for that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's correct. Then. And I'm sure Let's... somebody at that table says, Que, que? que, que <laughs> which is translation, <laughs> you want to do what?
0: <laughs> and, and so they set out on this journey to make this, this fantastic movie on a low budget, and you kind of get what you get. Um, so uh, is this one that I would watch again? Probably not but as i did uh, uh, totally, you know, totally it. The, the, probably the in in and it's just me but when it comes to western movies the singing cowboy has never done it for me so to start the movie off with a singing <laughs> yeah, cowboy right, yeah. you know that kind of put it isn't acquired taste yes exactly and so um n- not happy with it even though uh, there were a few bright spots f- few spun- funny spots but uh i think overall uh, I didn't have much good to say about it, and you'll see it with my stomp down ranking because <laughs> I usually catch it anyway. so yeah, uh, uh, the acting was cheap, the the sets were cheap. Uh, but again, the whole budget was cheap and and so I think that overall n- not impressed, but uh, a few funny points here and there. And but that's me. And, that's and, where and, I'm at. The best I can give you guys. That's Mark, all I got.
4: I, you know, I will. And defensive marker will say something. You know, it, they had a cheap budget, but sometimes that's not an excuse. Look at Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was made for about as cheap as you can get it. I think yes. they ran out of yeah. money a couple of times. And look what kind. And look what kind of film we got. So I, I kind of see what I, you know. I'll I'll stick up for Mark a little bit.
0: Thanks, Ruben. I appreciate oh,
4: that.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see, you know, because you know, look at That's the, the, little look crutch that Mark'll get right there.
4: there. Yeah. You know, I give, I'll give a, I'll throw him a little crumb that, that way, you know because we all like that except for him. I, I but do. I see what he's saying. You know, he's saying, "Hey, they could have, they could have done better." I, I, yeah. I you know, but it was also 1960 versus what Texas Chainsaw was 72. Am I wrong? 72, 73, somewhere around there? Yeah. But uh, it, it was, it was, it was, you know, I don't think it was before, after 75. It was, you know, I think it was 72, 73 is what I would say. I could be wrong about that. You'll have to check my math on that one. But it was made, th- that was made, you know, like you could say Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a cheap film. And it was. Look how well, I mean, it, it, it holds up to date. So I, I see where Mark's coming from on there. That, that's that's about as far as I'm going to go on his defense. Well, I, <coughs> excuse me. I think that, that the plot could have been a lot better. <coughs> excuse me. And um, there was potential. That that story yeah, had you know, a lot of potential. Yeah, uh, I will say that.
0: But yeah. then the only other thing I question I had on that is exactly how many beers did you have, Pete, before you sat down and watched <laughs> this movie? <laughs>
2: you know, I I honestly have to look back and see what. My my beer rating was because we we rate our yeah. beers on Good Beer Bad Movie Night. How many do you need to essentially anesthetize yourself to the film? <laughs> how, how many beers do you need to start enjoying it? Is what I mean. The film oh, okay. um, and this this one I'm I would have to look back, but it it might be a two uh, well, two beers would, would 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 make me really enjoy this. Um, <laughs> but something like attack of the clones would be a six, uh, yeah. a, a movie like the swarm was a six. If you've ever seen that pile of turd, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there's like not, the, the swarm has like two or three Oscar winners in it. And it had a 10 or $15 million budget. And it was awful. uh.
1: That mosquito was far better than swarm. You guys remember that one from the 90s? I do not. Never seen it. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a great <laughs> yeah. one. You talk about some practical effects, just nastiness. Giant mosquitoes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. god like That one was great. Yeah. I have to check that one out. I don't I'm surprised I didn't search that one. Because but of mosquitoes. Swar- you know,
4: the the swarm swarm mosquito. the, yeah. The swarm came out when it was that. You know, uh, that was the latest and greatest scare back then. It's like the killer bees are going to come get us. Oh, uh, so yeah, you're talking. Yeah. You said the swarm, correct? That's the I'm thinking. Yeah, about. the yeah. swarm. Yeah. 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 Bees. yeah,
1: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, that, that was, was, it was that was African, African killer deal.
2: bees, and it was. Yeah, oh, man, was, they're just they're making there, their way there was up all up sorts up of things wrong get, with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah the yeah, turd is
1: a a great description for that film. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought this movie was
4: great. But guess what? But guess what? But I for last word on the swarm. But guess what? I paid my money and I, I went to see it, so that's all they care about, really. So there you go. It's all yours. It's all your sludge. Um, I, I love this movie.
1: <laughs> uh, I loved it. Okay, uh, when I first put it on, I didn't know what to expect because I uh, now I saw a few clips on YouTube and what I was able to find because there's not even an actual trailer. They didn't have a budget for a trailer for, for this film apparently. And <laughs> um, but I, the clips I did see. Oh, I got excited. I was like, "This is yeah. This looks great. This is right up my alley." I mean, it's got to be better than "It Conquered yeah. Earth." Like that. There was another Venus alien movie that was absolutely terrible. Yeah. Or "The Day the World Ended," uh, which is a Roger Corman film. Actually, one of his first. And, um, I was like, "It's got to be better than that." And it looks super fun. Popped it in. Uh, turned it on, and the moment get to the little intro where they're talking about the Venus Venusians coming, you know, to to find the the right males to um, repopulate the planet. Which, first off. Okay, we've got, what, five other aliens? Where well, We've got Zoc, Uuk, no, four. Okay, so we've got the Sun, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and Earth. Where did they go? Like, I like, get all these aliens, well, I know, like, before they got to Loreando on Earth, I'm like, there's one planet between us. Where did these women go to find these other creatures? Um, but, I mean... I they do the thing. They go. They go off, and, and then you meet Lorando, and in then in the begin the movie. And the moment he starts singing and then arguing with his horse, I pause the movie. I'm like, I'm <laughs> time a popcorn. This is going to be an outstanding film.
3: <laughs> I cannot wait for this.
1: And I was so excited. And I, I, dude, I had a blast the whole movie. Every, I mean, everything about this movie is great. I love tour. And I, like Pete, like you said, I love the interior, the ship, ship design. I mean, and yeah, it was a shoestring budget. But I mean, Roger Corman's Fantastic Four had about three times the budget this movie had to have had, and it is way worse looking than this film. Um, and <laughs> yeah. it's you know, so that's <laughs> yes, you know, it, it, there I, you go. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I had no real complaints in the movie. I loved the characters. Loriando cracked me up. I loved him in the cantina yeah. because it's like, yeah. it's like he. It was one of those type of things where like he got, yeah, he lies and tells these stories, but he tries to get himself out of the lie with another lie. But the, each lie yeah. <laughs> is two times worse than the one before, and it just—he just keeps going and going and going. It's yeah, like, dude, them fighting a dinosaur, one Yeah, exactly,
2: fighting <laughs> a dinosaur. Oh
1: my! God. Come on, I mean, it cracked me up. I loved it. I loved the um, gamma and beta were great. Um, I loved seeing actually the strong uh, female roles that they had. Beta was all, when she turned to a vampire. I was like, that's awesome kind of freed Gavin out yes. a little bit. Gavin would pop in every few minutes to see Oops. what I was watching and uh uh one of my favorite things that happened during the movie was Gavin coming in and dancing. Uh, during one of the songs it was there in the cave when he's singing the song about love and stuff <laughs> oh, yeah oh <Yeah. laughs> that, uh, uh, made for such a great experience um yeah. it was <laughs> i mean this is this is a roller coaster ride of the film if you know what type of roller coaster you're on, you're going on you know um, yeah yeah exactly it go. was a ton of fun i did not go in especially once he starts singing at the beginning and i went to go grab some popcorn and paused it i was not going in going okay i'm about to watch the boondock saints or Donnie Darko. I went in going, yeah, (laughs) man, I'm just throwing my sense of belief out the window right now. And I'm going to have an absolute blast. Like this is going to be critters or munchies, you know, like one of those, just ridiculous movies that you're going to have fun watching. And that's what it was for me all the way through. And to me, it just culminated at the last fight scene. Everything was perfect. Uh, Everyone had their own person to fight. And L- the Loreando fighting um, the, the the spider bug guy um, when he yeah. kills him. And then he gets, like, he falls on him and he gets trapped in that tree. Freaking hysterical. I laughed the whole time on that. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Chewie, uh, when he, yeah, slingshots the Martian. And, dude, Chewie was yeah. boss. Like, that kid. Yeah, he was. Dude, I- I'm pretty sure that that guy it grew up um, and became, um, <laughs> why? I can't think of his name, from Machete. Um, yeah, Danny oh, Trejo. Yeah, that's yeah. Danny Trejo. That's what it is. I, I'm, I'm getting you. That's Danny Trejo. Yeah, Chewy is Danny Trejo. Yeah, that's a job. there you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> kid was just a beast, man. He was awesome. Yeah, he was. Um I loved it, man. It was so so much fun in this film. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it is. And it really is like we've a couple of we've stayed before. It's how you take the film and what you expect. Uh-huh. And uh, if you just expect just to watch something that you're just going to laugh at and enjoy. Oh, my gosh. This movie got pretty good, pretty yes. high rating for me because um, it was a blast. I mean, I've, I've watched it twice. Um, it was so much fun. The only thing I did like about the movie, the guns. That was it. Like, uh, you know, I mean, everything else. Like if you talk about the the alien costumes. They're not dollar store costumes. They're not Walmart. They're probably Kmart. You know that market of yeah. costumes.
2: Woo <laughs> <But, laughs> upgrading to Kmart. Right? Yeah. And you that's right. I did
1: the, some
2: time at Kmart. Oh yeah. <laughs> Does the, Kmart the, exist anymore?
1: I no. I don't think so, do they? I don't yes, think do. there's any left. Yes, not in do. Columbus. Yeah, that's sure. I don't for think sure. there's any left. Oh, there's none. Yeah, no, none, that, none. There's, there's an empty building here near us. Yeah. I
4: did I did seven years at Kmart. where I met my wife.
1: This is it really? Really? Uh, yeah. Don't talk bad yeah, about that. that's K-Mart. awesome. Yeah, no, I uh, no, no, never no, talk no. bad yeah. about Kmart. <laughs> but Definitely.
2: I mean, today. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, or King Kong lives. And there. King Kong
2: lives. Yeah,
4: King Kong lives.
1: Yeah, King Kong I lived, met my man. wife at Kmart. Yeah. I met my
4: yeah. wife
2: at Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was she yeah. a blue light special?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. uh, I'm yeah. sorry,
2: Ruben. That's That was mean. Right. I didn't mean that. No, she's she's totally. <laughs> she, she's She's high dollar, not
4: blue light special. She's high dollar. That's that's great.
1: (laughs) 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 But Tony, so so the guns, that's it. I mean, the guns, they weren't quite Kmart. I I wouldn't even call them dollar store. They were like Dollar Tree. You know what I mean? Really (laughs) cheap. Um, Ouch. But even then, like, it didn't bother me too much. Like, I just had so much fun. I was just, one of my favorite, actually, I forgot, one of my favorite parts of the movie involved Loriando when they're trying to get the, the ship is launched and it's, like, messing up, and and, and Gamma's got to fix it. And, like, it's shaking, and you can clearly tell <laughs> yeah. nothing's moving but Loriando, and he's, like, bouncing up and down <laughs> himself. Oh, dude! <dear. laughs> and she even says there something like, like, okay, we fixed it. And then you see him, like, do it, like, once or twice more after she says she, that they fixed the ship. I love that scene. Yeah. Love it. Um, <laughs> this was one of the – I mean, after I I'm like, Pete just can – he can – recommend any movie to me and I, i'm totally sold after the, watching this film yeah. I, I will i will
4: correct you on one thing though uh, sludge now you said you had to suspend disbelief to see a guy singing and arguing with his horse Clearly, yes. you've <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you've never been to a party in Texas. Clearly, you've never been to a party in Texas.
1: You just believe needed for room and that's his neighbor. he right next door. That's right. You know?
4: <laughs> because if you've ever been to a, you know a ranch party in Texas that's happened i'm t- i guarantee i'm telling you it's happened it's it's, it's <laughs> very believable Ruben's like i saw that yesterday like, <laughs> i i told you yeah i just saw you. that yesterday
1: you know <laughs> i mean great movie so. this movie was just it was. Yeah. It, it was a blast. Don't listen to Mark. He's just wrong. Well,
0: I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> this was a 1960 movie called Ship of Monsters, right? Yes. Okay, so we all watched yeah. the same movie, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, was I was just checking hey, on that.
2: Mark likes what he likes. That's right. And Thanks, he didn't yeah. like this one, so yeah. I'm that's on true. your side, Mark. Thanks, Pete. I if you don't it. like it, you don't like it. That's okay. Yeah. Hey, but i will you know what's what's really
4: strange is like I, I don't like you're wrong. That much. I didn't like him when I was a kid. <laughs>
1: I didn't like this. <laughs> yeah, uh, just like he likes—he—he he, he likes you know Titanic and and uh,
0: don't go there ninety eight. Don't go there, uh, hey, man. <laughs> don't go <laughs> there. I don't like that movie. I man. don't go out and
1: buy books, don't magazines. Ninety
2: eight. Or... <laughs> you
1: can't. You just man. can't. See, and we hear this banter all the time, you know, with, with me and Mark in this movie, and it is great, but. But we're what 30 episodes in? It's time. It is time to unleash the beast. Oh no. And uh so Uh could you would you care to tell us a little bit about a movie um called City of Angels? City (gasps) of Angels. With Meg Ryan. Isn't it called City of Angels? Yes it is. Uh oh. Oh, man,
0: I I, I'm, I'm not That's familiar with what you're talking you're about. You're <laughs> through familiar. your teeth. Um, I am not familiar at all. Can
1: we conference call a third person I, I and get my mother on the <laughs> phone for this film? <laughs> Has anybody ever seen City of Angels? Ha, I don't believe See? I have. See? I'm, nope. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about I there. do. And if you ever want to find out what movie makes Mark Reagan cry... Stop! <laughs> I'm oh. A- watching it go. right now. <laughs> it's like it's, uh, next on the watch list. Was is Nicholas Cage right? <laughs> yes, it oh, is. Oh, Yes, it is. Nick yeah. Cage
2: and Meg Ryan. Yes. Ew.
1: <laughs> oh no! Wait, you got to. Cage wait, made uh, him cry.
0: Uh, 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 Nicholas yeah, Cage <laughs> Nicholas Cage is 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 an angel, and uh, he gives up being an angel. Because he falls in love with uh, Meg Ryan's character, and, uh, and just as gross. soon, as, just as soon as he, just as soon as he does, she gets ran over and killed. So, oh good lord! Oh yeah, of yeah. It's kind of like Venus women searching the
1: universe looking for males I'm to you, repopulate the planet. And you should hear this man defend the Notebook and Dear John. Oh, like, you've are... lost your mind. He
0: has lost his mind. Oh, okay
1: 98 that <laughs> one
2: oh, man. All mark right. you like what you like <laughs> and i won't i i won't make fun of you for liking what you like when i get home you i'm gonna drink a beer
1: in your name i promise <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right
1: so okay so let's get on to the stop rating on this one <laughs> but, but much uh, as, no, I, much no, as I wait like, a minute
4: wait a minute I, now you're are <gasps> you telling me that since Mark like City Angels, we're supposed to forget?
2: <laughs> about no, no, no. no, 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 This is this is something that Mark can can never be. It, this this must be Mark must be reminded hey. of this at all times.
1: I I will stand behind uh-huh. that movie. It's a very good. Dude, movie. I'm I'm telling you what's going to happen. Okay, I'm gonna because I'm upgrading the stuff for this for the podcast shows. I'm gonna get one of those actual radio DJ boards so I can put sound samples in. <laughs> Don't. And then that song oh, no. from no, City of no, Angels, no, 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 <laughs> it's like come right. on, have on cue.
2: Get clips. Get clips. <laughs> oh, oh man!
1: Lordy. All right, down to the stomp rating. So uh, this movie, of course, <laughs> you know, three of the four of us uh, severely enjoyed it. Um, overall, this got yeah. three out of five stomps from us, uh, thanks to you know Pete, Ruben, and myself. Um, <laughs> Mark gave this one a good low two. Ruben well, my, gave mine
2: it, was high and, and Mark's was low. So that's true. Yep, the average yep. is three, right?
1: Yep. 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 Because Ruben gave it a yeah. three. Pete, you gave it a four, and I gave it a three point five. Yeah. And gave us a three
0: point one two five. Technically. Yes. yes. That's what it
1: was. So, you know, three stomps and one toenail. Yeah. Is what we got out of that. That's my toenail. Fair. That's <laughs> <fair>. my <laughs> toenail. I think that's <laughs> oh, I think that's
2: Lordy. accurate for this movie. It's it's not great. It's <laughs> it's a hoot. It it doesn't stink. Man, yeah. man, you guys have seen some bad movies. <laughs> it, it, it's just one of those <laughs> yeah, movies. I nah. will
4: tell you what, like if somebody said, "Hey, I'm going to remake it," I will say, "Don't do that." Even though I'm, you Don't know, I'm that. sure leave the effects be better. No, yeah, no, you're going to you're going to ruin what's a funny, fun movie. You're going to ruin it. Even you, oh well, I can fix all the effects and I can do the. I'm, no, 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 leave it alone. It's fine, just like it is. Yeah. You know, uh, It's just the way it is, you know. Uh well you so, know, Mar- Mark thinks it's bad or whatever,
1: but it's that's And that's why I'd say don't, don't, you know,
0: just
4: don't touch <laughs> it.
1: You know? It's bad. Mark agrees with Ruben for, for totally different reasons. <laughs> Reason? Yeah, it should never be
4: redone. It should never be redone. Some movies shouldn't be redone because they're too good and you don't wanna ruin it. This movie it shouldn't be redone because you're gonna take all the fun out of it that's what do you oh, do oh yeah 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 you take all the fun out of it yeah you take oh, all absolutely. the fun
1: out of it absolutely agree you know mm-hmm. so yeah so i mean for you guys man definitely uh if you can find it's on youtube you can watch it on youtube if you've not seen it and you want to just have fun and enjoy a film for what it is check this thing out like i know i definitely recommend it now that i've seen it i've seen it twice pete this was superb recommendation in my opinion um if <laughs> even if it wasn't for how much fun i had the movie um ha, the fun i've had listening to mark gripe about how much he hated watching this movie <laughs> and,
0: and for and for and, now, and for now all for of you out the, there for, that
1: watch this movie yeah.
0: i want your stomp ra- ranking put in yeah. uh yeah uh, uh, so we for, can see where those, you're at those on.
2: listeners that's a good call yeah. out mark yeah yeah that's yeah. good we've what never is, done what that is, yes
1: so those listening go, yeah. what do you as
2: a listener think this movie is Yes. that would be yeah. great I It's do easily want it. I want accessible to you I, can get it on YouTube tell us what you think yeah and watch I would everybody really I'd like be really interested in that yeah just, <laughs> I just don't to see, see, it see it if uh, we're i don't just see crazy it or
4: what yeah, yeah. So, I'd like to hear if we're we're on par you know in other words where our listeners are are they more on on the mark scale are they more on the peak scale?
0: right right yeah Yeah. Yeah. the mark or pete scale that's That's what it's become it's a division amongst the ranks (laughs)
2: or are you are you are you in the pete
4: are you are you in the pete side are you on the mark side that's right that's right oh you
2: you know they they are on the pete side i guarantee
1: that's right right. that's that's where they're well you know
4: what what they can do also (laughs) is take pete's advice and Have a couple of beers before watching it, then they'll all be on Pete's side,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, duh, you know, duh. That's yeah. the whole premise of good beer, by movie, <laughs> <now>. yeah, <laughs> right.
4: that's exactly right, you know. So, <laughs> well, but, but it, that would depend on the beer, you know, that too. It depends on the beer if you're gonna, you know, Chase, but, uh, Ch-
0: Chase watched it and then he uh texted me and he said, Yeah, you better get a few cups of coffee with you before you watch this, uh, yeah, I I knew. That's that, right. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> That was me being a good son. You know, um, I'm like, yeah. okay, I know yeah. what movies my father watches. Yeah. He will fall asleep mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. I need to uh, mm-hmm. need make to sure him. he has some coffee. Yeah, yeah. Get him yeah. some coffee. Because <laughs> <I>, yeah, <laughs> this one, if you didn't have coffee, and I assume Mark beer. needed the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. on so all right guys definitely yeah uh give it a listen or give it a watch i'm sorry and and definitely comment on the facebook let us know um your rating give us your rating on this we want to know as yo is pete right or is mark right and uh <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome are awesome. we all right <laughs> yes yeah um all right all right all right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Um and before we uh get ready to adjourn um, this is a great episode that has been an absolute blast. Pete, again, thank you so much for jumping on this episode. Um, Absolutely loved it. Would love for you to come back and do an- another episode with us sometime. Um, But before we go, I do want you to give another plug. I know we plugged the uh, Good Big Rap Movie Night, but you were part of a great band um, that does an amazing thing, a couple amazing things called the Nacho Street Band. Um, and you guys have been playing during this whole coronavirus quarantine lockdown deal. Um. Yep. Uh, outside shows social distancing shows give us a little bit tell us a little about nacho street band
2: and not, nacho street band uh, we're here in columbus ohio we've been around for about seven years and we play festivals and private parties and whoever else is gonna have us <laughs> play for them and we raise money for nationwide children's hospital here in columbus ohio as well as the Ronald McDonald House of Central Ohio. So we're a regional band that raises money for uh, our favorite charities. Um, We started at Nationwide Children's Hospital as a bunch of employees who had a musical itch to scratch. And we got together and had found some music and Sometimes we played well, sometimes we played poorly, but we always had a good time doing it. And as the years have gone by, we've gained uh, people outside of the children's hospital family who can actually play instruments. So (laughs) (laughs) um, we we actually are in, I wouldn't say demand, but uh, the name is going around town and we're not unfamiliar with festivals anymore and we've played a lot of the large um the, the large gatherings in the last few years um specifically a, a festival called Comfest, the upper arlington arts festival uh highball halloween and we have i can't say that um never mind uh, we, we have, we have, we've been invited to something pretty big later on this summer. And I won't, <laughs> I'm not allowed to say anything yet about that one, uh, but I'll let everybody uh, here at the Sludgecast know about it. Once it pops up, if anyone is inclined to come and see us. So we've, we've been trying to raise money to put a pinball machine in the Ronald McDonald house for the last year and a half. And we were right on the verge of doing so when the coronavirus hit. And since all of the bars and festivals and anything over 10 people has been shut down pretty much in Ohio and everywhere else, uh, we fell short of our goal of our timely goal. It wasn't it wasn't a goal that we had to hit. It was a goal that we set for ourselves. So that that has gone and passed and and we're just now like hey let's let's play some music because that's what we do and let's bring some smiles to some faces so for the last th- this will be the 5th week we've done this we have just gone out to either a retirement home the Ronald McDonald house or a residency and just set up shop and responsibly with a responsible distance in between each band member which makes it really hard <laughs> uh, we, uh and, and just played our music we're, we're a brass band uh we are, we're mostly trumpets trombones sousaphones and drums we're not amplified except for how much noise we can put out the end of the horn so we can get pretty loud <laughs> but anyway that that's our goal through the next this the, the next However long this Corona thing's gonna last, we are just gonna find a place to play. As long as people don't conglomerate in a concentrated area, we want to bring joy and happiness because music is medicine. That's one of our mottos. Um, the more you drink, the better we sound is another one of our mottos. Uh, <laughs> and. And, and we we just we just love playing the music we, that we play. So uh, we have we'll have live Facebook uh, performances uh, this Friday actually. If this gets I don't know if this is going to get out on time. Uh, this if will... not, you can go to Nacho Street Street Band uh, Nacho Street Band fans on Facebook and check out our next performance. And we are right. pretty active and I, I wouldn't say aggressive, but we're pretty active on Facebook. Uh, please check us out. Uh, we are there for a very, very good cause.
1: So it is great. I've checked out the last three concerts. I think now. Um, I know for sure. Yeah, last two. I think so. Yeah. Um, and, and man, it's been an absolute blast. I, I love watching you guys play. Um, I actually uh, crack up a little bit at Pete because everyone plays and they're kind of not. They don't really move. You know, like they're kind of there, just doing their thing, and, and they all seem definitely very entertained and like they're enjoying it. And then you can tell that everyone in the band loves what they do. But when you watch Pete, Pete looks like he's a rock star with a trombone there, a trumpet in his hand, like he gets uh, the rock and roll stance and he's swaying back and forth. And I'm like, dude needs like a guitar or something in there. Um, so definitely yeah. very entertaining to, 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 to see him play. But the band's great. I mean, uh, I've been a musician most of my life um, and I always tell people I get, you know, people, at, you know, one of the churches that I've played at or just other bands that's opened up for the band that I was in or, or whatever. People, you know, come up to me, they're like, man, was that okay? You know, like, I'm like, look, people that are listening, unless they're an actual pro- professional or trained musician, they have no idea if you screwed up six times, two times, or zero mm-hmm. times. They just had an absolute blast. And, um, for those of us who are musicians or maybe professionally trained, we can pick out the little things, but still it doesn't matter because we're enjoying supporting you guys. And I've listened to you guys three times and dude, y'all rock it. Like it's absolutely awesome. Um, I have an absolute <laughs> blast. You guys do so, s- such a good job. So, um, definitely, definitely guys, uh, go check them out, like the page, support the page when they do the live shows, get on there and watch it, help share it around because they, not only do they have a great time, do they do a good job, but they do this for an amazing. Amazing cause um, to help raise yeah. money for the children's hospital and Ronald McDonald House. So um, full support from us in Sledgecast for sure. Definitely uh, thanks on that. But all right, guys, we we'll have get... a
2: good take. Hey, hey, did I tell you? Did I did I tell you how far away we've had listeners?
1: Ooh, I know. Go ahead, you tell it though. I know now because I've been watching okay. the last couple of concerts.
2: So right, right. So we were we were real Sludge You were the furthest away like three weeks ago or something like that. so someone said, Hey, somebody from Tennessee's logged in to watch. I'm like, Hey, I know who that guy is. <laughs> and then I got the yeah. idea in my head. It's like, I'm going to contact everybody. I freaking know in the world, literally, and find out who the furthest person away we can get. And we got people from Hawaii, from New York city, from uh, Ireland, India, Italy uh we have people from Mexico who are going to be there on Friday but and I, what I mean by be there I mean by logging into the Facebook to watch yeah so yeah that's that's really exciting for this little stupid band that we were created seven years ago and just in the last couple of years have gained a little bit of speed um where I'm I'm really I'm humbled and, and excited and and geeked out about how much our music can reach people and and, and bring joy to their lives in, in a world of uncertainty right now so excellent tune yeah, in excellent. We're, we're we're gonna we're gonna miss a whole bunch of notes but i guarantee you'll see how much fun we're having and i hope that uh, the the fun comes across and and brings everybody in everybody has fun because that's what music is all about it's yeah medicine, absolutely, it's yes. fun it's excitement it's it's healing it's it's, it's It crosses boundaries. It crosses language barriers. Music is everything.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely agree 100%. So definitely go and give them a support. And uh, uh, can't wait. I'm excited for this weekend's concert. Um, And then, of course, the next couple episodes we got coming up. We had Pete tonight as a special guest. We have another special guest um, coming up for the next episode, right? Ruben. RJ still in town at home.
4: Yes, he is. Well, we'd like him
1: around, but he'd rather be somewhere else. But
4: yeah, he'll be here.
1: Okay, right on. So because the next Monster Movie Stomp Down, we are doing and I'm so glad we are finally here. This is like the epitome movie. After we do this movie, it's like whatever movie is next, whatever. I don't care. Like, this is my movie. <laughs> um, God, the Return of God. we Oh I you were say, <laughs> no, no! I was gonna say Titanic. <laughs> eighty-four, Eighty-four, yep. uh, yeah. And we will be doing like we did uh, the original fifty-four. It will be kind of a dual episode. We will be discussing eighty-four and eighty-five. So the original Japanese version, okay, and then the American edit uh, of yes. this movie. Uh, I promise you. I mean, I know a lot about movies. I mean, I think I've proven that, and most people know that. This is the movie I know more about than any other film in existence. Ooh, like, yes. I could tell you, you'll find out. Like, I got some cool surprises for you guys in store. Like, bring it for this movie. Um, So, super excited about it. So, the next one's going to be a dual episode, the original Japanese version of God's on that 84 or the Return of Godzilla and the American edited um, 1985 with Raymond Burr um, will be that in the next one. And then the one following I'm excited about, I actually had a different plan but then forgot I totally promised Mark something. After 1985, <laughs> we will be doing The Legend of Boggy Creek. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to say City of Angels. Wait, say that again. (laughs) We will be doing The Legend of Boggy Creek.
4: (laughs)
2: Woo Yes, yes. That movie is terrible. I love it. (laughs) I actually
0: went to the movie theaters and saw it. Yeah. So. Did you really? I sure did. I sure did. Did you go? The theaters or drive-in? No, I went to theater.
2: Driving would have be been better, but yeah. theater yeah, still pretty Yeah, awesome. I know, boy.
0: I went to the uh, I, drive-in movie theater to see The Hills Have Eyes, the first original oh, movie. Oh, man, was that would fantastic! Holy moly. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Yes, very yeah,
1: good. My, my first drive-in experience that I remember was a double bill of, I, th- uh, it may have been Critters 2 and Batman, <laughs> Batman Returns. Yes, yes. Critters yes. 2 and Batman Happy Returns. Yeah, so, you know, my wife
4: my wife told me the other day she saw star wars at the theater and and the, in the drive-in i'm sorry in the really star wars who in 77 yeah,
2: 77? Like, yeah. Or six or whatever
4: yeah wow yeah, it was uh yeah, Very good. yeah she she said she they went to see star wars and it was a drive-in that so would and be like, cool man, I, I think that would have been fun I, oh you know i think i've mentioned in previous podcasts uh uh I, well it's not really san antonio it's uh Closer to San Marcus, but it's in the area up there. There's yeah, still there's a still drive like in that. up there. Yeah. Y- y- didn't you just mention that there's one around your area too?
1: Oh yeah. Um drive in theater. Yeah. Four miles down the road. Yeah. We have maybe. one still We've, one yeah. still, still going. we got one yeah. going. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 And that's, it's that's uh, that's cool. I wish I wish we'd get one down here, but we never get anything like that. All the cool stuff's up in San Antonio, which is why RJ
1: wants to be Uh-oh. back there. <laughs> Oh, okay. you know <laughs> <laughs> Dude, drive-ins are totally yeah, worth that's... it man we actually we played a benefit show the band and i used to be in the protest um those guys are still going strong um but we did a benefit show in newcastle indiana there was a drive-in the sky view yes yeah. um that the owners couldn't afford to do the upgrade and for those who don't know the reason a lot of the drive-ins closed several years ago is because everything switched over to digital when it comes to the movie industry yeah and those yeah even one projector system is you're looking at close to $50,000. They are super <laughs> expensive. And so a lot of these mom and pop drive-ins could not afford to do that upgrade and got closed. Exactly. Um, but we actually did a, a, a benefit concert to try and raise money. And unfortunately we didn't quite ah, get cool. That. Um, That's a worthy yeah. cause. Oh yeah. But it was a blast. Yeah, for system. sure. Cause I mean, that was cool for me. That was my, that in, in Indiana, that was my first drive-in as a kid was that one yeah. in Indiana. Um, so to be there, and to try and help raise money for it. Unfortunately, I mean we didn't raise enough money, but to still try and fight to save it was super super cool. Which that
0: place is pretty awesome <laughs> though if you if you travel and you're coming into Newcastle where the outside drive-in was uh, the the big screen still there and then the people that bought the property cuz they they just couldn't afford to keep it going actually turned the screen into an American flag. So there's this giant oh. American flag oh, cool. as you go in coming into town. It's really, really awesome what the people did. So for the unfortunate of not being able to keep the the drive-in open, so, so and the memory's cool. still there. Oh, so yeah,
1: oh man, yeah. love it. Actually, one of mine, and, and we'll we we'll wrap it up here. One of my favorite um, the movie experiences was actually on the road. We were in Utah. I can't even remember the name of the town. This town was so small. They had they didn't have a, a red light. They had a flashing caution light, and that was it. Um, A lot of the side (laughs) roads were dirt roads. Mm -hmm. Um, They had a ice cream shop there that we ate at. Um, Best ice cream I've ever had. The grandfather started this business back in the 20s. And he would get up at like 4 o'clock in the morning, go milk the cows, sift it, churn everything. I mean, made the ice cream by hand, like their own recipe. And the the, the great-grandfather, no, the grandfather, Yeah, the great-grandfather, then the grandfather took it over, then the son or whatever is running now. The best ice cream I've ever had in my life. Absolutely phenomenal. But this place also had a one-screen movie theater in it. And it had been there um, since, like I said, the 20s. And it had survived three different fires, this movie theater did. And when you go in and it's still functioning, they still got it running. It's the only movie theater in this little tiny quasi-town. They have a second-floor balcony. And on the second floor balcony is in pairs seating from theaters from the 1920s to today. So you got like two seats from the 20s, two seats from the 30s, two seats from the 40s. And you can go in and pay an extra dollar to see a movie in the what they call the VIP history part upstairs. And you get to choose what decade seating you want to sit in. And it was super, super cool. And in the back, they had a back room up there. They had the original camera from the 20s and 30s that was in there from the first fire. They had the original reels that they had for um, Frankenstein. They they did Frankenstein there, Ooh. the original one. They did uh, Giant Spider Invasion, which was just, I mean, that's a great, terrible movie. Uh, yeah. But a lot of yeah. old films that they still had set up in a museum-type deal. Coolest theater experience of my life was going to, wow. and it's just you would never know it existed unless you just happenstance to drive through that little tiny, you know, quasi town type deal. So, that's cool. Yeah, it was a cool place. I got pictures yeah, of that. That's very place, cool. Actually. Yeah. But all right. Well, man, again, again thank you so much Pete for for jumping on. Uh everybody definitely Thanks for um having go check out Nacho Street Band, go check out Good Beer Bad Movie Night and uh join us again um in a couple of weeks for Godzilla 1984/1985 slash and then followed up by one of the most iconic. We. I don't know if we'll say the best. I love it. It's good. <laughs> one of the most iconic Bigfoot movies in existence with legend Legend of Boggy Creek. Yes. Um, cannot wait to see a guy get scared off the crapper from the Bigfoot yes. in that film. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> love, love it. He comes uh, through the bathroom window. That's so good. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much. This is Sludge and Mark and Ruben.
2: Hey, I'm Pete.
1: <laughs> you all hey, have a good night. There he is. All right, good night. <laughs>
0: Fish